0: Open up your
1: Right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to LarkanaCast, the happiest podcast on earth. We are back from a nice long vacation doing things for work and gaming and all kinds of stuff. So, the whole crew is back. We have got Mr. Bates, Mr. Beardo Man. How are you With all me? doing tonight? Doing better than Great. I deserve, my friend. Woo! Excellent. So, uh, since we have last recorded together, there have been uh, quite a few things that have happened with Lorcana. First of what? all, yeah, there was a <laughs> huge drought. There was nothing to talk about. It was pretty dead, no news. And then there was an announcement that Upper Deck is suing the Ravensburger team over some stuff we're going to discuss here. And then after that, we got a bunch of cards delivered to the communities both here in the u.s discords and in the french discords so there is quite a bit of stuff to talk about and on top of all that time of this recording we're what six weeks away from gen con i mean holy smokes that's like three or four more podcasts and then boom we're going to be in indianapolis together hanging out playing games i i'm I have like three conventions, way.
0: but I'm excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, it's just kind of nuts. I mean, what do you guys think? Or, what are you feeling? What are your emotions? Because I'm just full of all kinds of feelings like, oh, my gosh, it just it just happens so quickly.
2: I love I mean, this will be my I think this is my fourth or fifth time at Gen Con. It's always a great time. You know, especially going for a purpose for a specific game that's going to get released, and I'm just I'm really excited to get there. I'm really excited to hang out, play some games. I mean, obviously, Lord Con is big, but I'm also um, really excited about Star Wars Shatterpoint, which I've been playing a lot recently, and I'm going to play some.
1: Did you sign up for a limited for demos? I did
2: not sign up for a limited. Well, oh, totally do it! Star, I'm not excited for Star Wars Unlimited. Never mind, don't <laughs> do, do that do.
1: thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Star Wars game. Yeah. I actually have a quick question for you. Are the Shatterpoint? How much do the Shatterpoint demos cost? Because I've had a lot of people tell me about that game. It the looks last good. Week and a half. It does look good. I, I assume they're I, doing
2: free demos. In the de, in they, they the are they demo. are free demos. They're but on there, there right there now. now. they are events that are um promo. Ticket, they're ticket events that you can that you have to have your own team or whatever, and you, you play like a small tournament. Oh, do you have I'm your own playing. models?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, what do you have? What's your plan?
2: Well, it's right now we just have a core set and two. Um, like additional boxes, so yes. I have all all that right now. Um, are they painted? They are put together.
1: Oh, oh, that's a no. That's a no. They're get, they're,
2: get, they're getting primed tomorrow. <laughs> they are. And they they are see, we'll see. They'll get painted. before August. Is nice. to go. Yeah, you have got, you got plenty of time, mate. plenty <laughs> of plenty of time.
1: Okay, okay. So, what are you going to play? Since obviously you have models you need to paint because you're that's not so playing cool. gray. Yeah, you
2: know, it's it's. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what's coming out before that but right now my favorite team is uh they have dooku and assas ventress um working together lord yeah they, they work pretty good together in the game and then you have droids good. you have you have the the uh, bd droids and a middle guy named kalani and then nice. uh magna guard is a migrant list yep yep. They're, they're, very, they're very good um and then uh i can't i always get confused it's a, i think it's jango it's not It's jango fat yeah it's, yeah, it's the
1: green Fett. one and
0: then silver
2: one
1: no, he has. Bl- bl- Who's oh the green one? you talking about?
2: The green one's Boba, and then the yeah, blue one's Django. Well, I haven't yeah. painted them yet.
0: Well, which <laughs> ones are on <in> the box? <laughs>
2: it's Django. <laughs> it's always getting confused. I say Boba, but I know it's, it's is So, yeah, that's my that's oh, my squad gosh. that I've been playing the most of okay. so far. But I mean, okay. again, we're pretty limited. I mean, you just have the core box and then some other yeah. releases. So, I think there might be. They're coming out pretty fast with releases. So, we'll see what's. I'm really excited for. um They've spoiled Night Sisters.
1: So I, I, I saw that. I yeah, that
2: looks, looks more, cool. Ventress would be kind of a cool list, and maybe throw them all in there if he's if he's going to work with them. So we'll, we'll see. I, I, I don't want to play test it. I refuse to play test. I it saw the Obi Wan and Darth Vader pack. That looks sweet. Yeah, I can't do it. Darth, I assume that'd be up before that, so that might change things too. Because I, okay. I was play playing a good Vader.
1: So legitimate question. I know this is a Lurkana show, but we're talking about Gen Con, so it's relevant. Yeah, I've heard that the miniatures for Shatterpoint. Are bigger than normal, and I know you play Blood Bowl, so you know the average size of a GW yeah. mini. Are they actually bigger than the average GW mini? Because that's kind of the industry standard.
2: Yeah, it's a it's like a heroic scale or whatever. I mean, I think the the bases are forty millimeter to fifty millimeter. So I mean, okay. they're it's it's not outrageously bigger, but they're they're definitely larger than that's bigger the, than an Imperial Salt figure too, right? They're bigger than Imperial Salt. Is Imperial cool. Salt
1: twenty five mil? They're pretty about small. that? Yeah. yeah, they're
2: about they're about that. So this is yeah, this is. It's, it's nice because it's, it's definitely a skill that, um, you know, you get a lot of good painting in there. It's a lot of good details. So it's it's a fun it's a fun skill to paint it.
1: Yeah. Skeff, what uh, what Gen Con stuff are you going to be doing other than Lorcana? Lorcana. <laughs> <laughs> OK, OK. My 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 gaming. I, I might
0: try to play some like I've always been a sucker for like I love a good deck builder and like a, like Ascension deck building. And there's mm-hmm. a new Star Wars deck builder. Um, so actually, really, always, that
2: one's fun. The Star Wars is fun. The Star Wars is a lot is it? of fun. So like, yeah, yeah, it's a really good deck builder. Yeah, I it's, actually, it's a
0: great game mm-hmm. by FFG. Great game by FFG. For how the how do you win? Uh, it is a uh, point based off of planets. So your planet is like each person has like a home planet. You have to win eight or three out of the eight planets and then you win the game and like planets have like a point system and then you have, you attack the planets with your with your with like the rebel or imperial like it's really like thematically they found a way to make it work and that's cool and i like it a lot it's a lot of fun so i'll probably play that but multi dude like i like gen con for me this year is gonna be like uh how much Lorcana can i buy how much Lorcana can i open and then can we play more Lorcana?
1: <laughs> you know we have to do a three-way multiplayer game right that would not end well for you sugi yeah we just thank you <laughs> I was what hoping I could bribe to you to attack Chris. <laughs> no. how, many, how, many, how many booster packs do you want so you'd like leave me alone?
2: We still gotta work on all these deals we had. Remember all the bets we had? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Know. Gotta figure I all know. that out. We were, we all, together, like, we were wrong. On all of that. We, know, were, like, we were so we were right so and wrong, wrong about
1: so many things. Yeah. It was awful. We gotta
2: go back and tally up how many packs we we owe each other. I'll just I give definitely. each
1: of you one and we'll call it even. Right. I still, <laughs> it's be nice expensive
2: pack. I still will be very surprised. I think i said this before that we have actual boxes there I, i'm hopeful they'll sell booster boxes but i'll be surprised i have no faith i hope Troched. if i can get if i can Troched. open a booster box i would be stoked yeah i just feel like they're not gonna i feel like that's a lot
1: i don't know i mean i would lose my my poop if i have pulled like a foil genie because boy that card just looks so good well, isn't
0: it interesting? Like the like uh, like there's so, there's so many thinking like new cards that we have that got released and like the art I've been yet to be disappointed by oh, be great. by what everything looks like. You know what I mean? That like Iago every-
1: is hot. Like the colors are so vibrant. Right. I don't like, love Beast. I won't lie. He's got that Jafar kind of art, like that co- like old school comic book style that I'm just I'm not jamming on. It does have The, t- the right. Tibbs
2: art is the first art that, I've, that struck me as like not really feeling cohesive.
1: It looks like a screen cap, that it does. Kind of it does.
2: That yeah, so one I don't know if they I don't know if what's going on there. That's the first one I've thought that was like Man. It, I'm not upset at the style. It just looks like you gotta say it, like a screen cap.
1: I mean, like it feels like Pokemon, because if you look at the Cerberus they revealed, he's kind of that 3D Cerberus. Mm-hmm. I'm like Oh, yeah, we've seen this with Pokemon where they have like the 3D character and then the, the character it looks like it's a screen cap from the anime. Yeah. And then you look at like Genie and that that's clearly like brand new hand drawn right. or yeah. the Archimedes like brand new hand drawn. And then there's Beast, the new one, the Wolfsbane. It's like, obviously it's new, but it looks like they drew it while reading like an 80s comic book. And mm-hmm. I know I, lo- I know people like that. I don't. So it's just weird because it's clearly fresh art. But at the same it point. Is. It's not my favorite style of art.
0: No, I, but but I mean, like there is there. We've seen some card games come out where we're like, they're not even trying. I, I, like, that's a good part. Like, uh, the game like looks pretty. And oh wow! Listen, listen, we don't punch down here, Chris. <laughs> there is no punching down with this podcast. Right, maybe the some people like that art
2: style. uplifting here, my friend. The art styles for element is rough for me. I gotta say that. All
1: right, I I'm mean, gonna say something real controversial. <laughs> I I am like very neutral slash not in love with the art from friends on the other side it just doesn't look super oh i, I want was great. i, I want to see it That's in real life <laughs> i like that well, a lot <laughs> so all the artwork i've seen is kind of fuzzy and it's not high quality so i, I want to see it in real life before anything but like the generic art with a swirl i'm like i don't i don't know how i feel about this like it's not i don't know it's not, like, stunning. So some of my favorite pieces of art, like Maleficent biding her time, the little baby Maleficent, mm-hmm. beautiful art. Or the Hercules, the true hero, the one who's, he's, like, wearing the scar with the shield for steel. That one's great, yes. Like, that art is beautiful. Like, it's gorgeous. It's fantastic. It's just so prominent. And then, no offense, but it's like, you know, here's friends on the other side. I'm like, well, it's it's cool. It's just not, like, mind-blowingly awesome. Again, Genie, I think, is a fantastic piece of art. It's just like, holy cow, this is amazing. And then it's like, oh, there's, there's Cerberus and Tibbs. Like, yeah, that, that's cool, I guess. I, I feel that
0: they wanted to make sure, like, the, the Mickey Mouse, the Taylor, like, wanted to get those right. And those then, like, are cool. Yeah. Like, right? So I feel like starting off, they're like, all right, we got to get the, the, you know, S-tier characters yeah. going properly. Or like
1: Maximus? Have you seen the the picture of Maximus the horse? Yeah, it's like,
2: yeah.
0: yeah, he's oh, chill. He's a, it's a horse. Yeah, like, how
2: cool yeah. can you make this? I horse? think some <laughs> of those are just blurry I because they, they haven't been. Re- those aren't. Those must not be released directly from. Those are pictures away.
1: people took from like crazy. Right. Well, because it's like, what is it, Dinglehopper? It's it's really hard because it's like it's a fork. Yeah,
0: yeah. like there's card right. you, you just do? can't do anything with. Like.
1: <laughs> or the frying pan, like yeah, that's that's a frying pan. It's. It's That's a pretty pocket cool. watch. Yeah, yeah, good job there. <laughs> right. I'm gonna I'm gonna use the dingle hopper to do it thing. Okie dokie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I am still say generally they or still mirror like it still feels like they have synergy. Like it's 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 a, it's still a cohesive art style overall. Correct. Yeah. You know, I don't see anything that like feels like it's totally out of place. Definitely different, no. different artistic going on, but like.
1: No, 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 I agree. Yeah.
2: And I'm
0: sure it'll get better. Like, that's the thing, too. Like, everything evolved, right? Remember the very first, like, Magic
1: card art that got released? It was. Man, yeah, this yeah. Archimedes card's looking super sexy, though. He's so cool. Right. He's, he's like, also one of my favorite Disney characters. You say that about like, every
2: Disney character. That's he not does. true. You say that about every character. Kind of somewhat it, true that is absolutely true
1: i don't love dr F- well that's i kind of like dr facility dr phil doctor no, okay. facility doctor Facilier. i got friends on the other That's side. that's fair anywho so let's talk about Lorcana. Yeah, <laughs> let's get back on track here boys <laughs> let's talk about Lorcana. so the first Lorkana. thing we're going to talk about is the lawsuit from upper deck and uh basically upper deck is claiming that uh, they're making a lot of claims And we don't know what's true. We don't know what's not. So we're going to lay it out right up front. We're just kind of recapping what's been posted on the Internet. Uh, We are not in any way legal advisors Uh, we don't have any knowledge on the inside we don't know anything so you know please take this with a grain of salt and understand we're just kind of talking about this from outsiders looking in but the nuts and bolts is that upper deck is suing robinsberger on the account of there was a game potentially called rush of I believe, Ecore. Well, so they they're,
2: that, I mean, they've, that's a, there, there is a game and they, that game's gonna get released by Bradek. Oh, okay. So that, I mean, that's, they, they, they filed a IP for that game. Why don't April.
1: you explain it? You're, you're a little bit more knowledgeable on the, uh, the IP stuff.
2: I will first say that I'm a lawyer. I don't do this kind of law. I don't do IP law. Um, but I did go to law school. So there you go. So, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving legal advice by saying this. Most of the information we're gonna be sharing today, if anybody wants to check it out, is, Um, summarized by a guy named Paul Lesko, L-E-S-K-O, at Paul underscore Lesko um, on Twitter. He did a nice breakdown. He is an IP lawyer, so he did a great job, um, which I think if anybody really cares about this, breaking down what happened so far up until June 9th, and there might be some other posts since then um, that he's followed by some other things. Generally, basically, I mean, there's one major claim. And that claim is that uh, Robinsberger stole the, the game idea from Upper Deck. Um, and that that's premised on the fact that Ryan Miller um, was an employee of Upper Deck working on this game for who knows how long. And then obviously went left there and started working with Robinsberger. Now Robinsberger came out with Lurkana. So they're, they're claiming, I mean, in so many words, that this... Because you you know and, the, and again I'm you know a legal advice. There's a whole bunch of you know I'm a lawyer, so I I know how these things go. That we lawyers like to have jobs and like to have work, so we make up a lot of caveats and a lot of ways to to create issues. But but generally, it's understood you can't necessarily copyright or or protect certain elements of games mechanics. Of like games. like me-
0: like mechanics like the yeah mechanic,
2: you can't copyright. Well, tap, I think. Actually, it's one that they or did. The, for, the, the verbiage. The verbiage. Like, the, words the verbiage, but yes. the mechanic
0: of like, like turning car sideways.
2: Right. They can't, the verbiage you can't. Yes, the mechanic they can't do. So, anyways, there's, there's caveats like that. But my understanding is that Everdeck is saying they stole this whole game. So, what, you know, I would assume Russian Vicor is a game again that is about, you know, Mickey getting Getting, a, getting to a certain amount of uh, points by questing or doing some other kind of similar mechanic. Right. And then uh, it must be, you know, I, I'm guessing the resource system is very similar. Like it must be that, that because they're saying it's a whole package that Lurkana took from them to, and able to get their game out at a faster pace than upper deck was able to get their game out. So that's the claim. It, obviously, you know, the first thing I thought when I heard this was, it was interesting that, you know, Ryan Miller's part of the suit, but they're not, they're not suing him for any breach of a, of a non-compete or something of that nature, right? There's no, there's nothing with his employment um, that he's violated, at least that we can tell um, for public filings. So it is really this idea that uh, he brought all this information to Robinsberger and that's why they're suing. A couple of noble, th- noble things the guy talks about. And, you know, I think the biggest thing to take away from this is that 99% of these times, and this is the same with the law I do, criminal law, these things don't go to trial, right? These things are going to settle. And in civil law, especially, you won't know the outcome of it. So I, most likely, you know, I, I would say it's not like it's not public record, right? Right. It doesn't have to be. And it, it Generally, it's not in either of those people's interests, either of those companies' interests to make a public record. So they, they don't. So um, but what Paul Lesko says and what some of his tweets is, you know, most likely we're going to hear for a few months from now. Uh, well, maybe a year from now or whatever that um, the case settled and that's it. We won't know anything else about it. Probably, you know, exchange of money from one party to another. That that is very common. It could obviously go a different way, um, but that but that would probably be the most likely outcome of this. It probably won't end up in trial. Um, part of Upper Deck's initial complaint filing was asking Robinsberger, because that's that all they could do with their initial filings, to to delay the game. Obviously is probably not uh interested in doing that, <laughs> given that they have a release come up at, at Gen Con. So that's when the courts get involved. Basically the, he goes through his tweets talking about how that would work, either through a temporary restraining order or some type of injunction. Um he goes through and his this again, Paul Lesko talking about the fact that in his opinion, Upper Deck's approached this in a wrong way. Um they basically filed in California where their where their domicile where their business is. Apparently Burgers is based out of I think he said Seattle, maybe Washington, a a different state. So most likely, Robert is going to respond and ask to get it to move to federal court, which, you know, there's a couple of reasons why you would do that. You you don't want you. First of all, you don't want to go to California. You don't want to go to the the home playing field of your opponent, basically. And it would delay it if they get it removed to federal court. You could do that because there's basically two different states involved here. You could get it removed to federal court. So that process would slow this all down to. So all that to say, this guy Paul Lesko doesn't think it's very likely that this injunction or a temporary restraining order will, will be granted. Um, so it would it would really be incumbent upon Robbersberger itself saying they don't want to release the game if they're really worried about something. Again, there's been no indication of that. They responded basically to the complaint saying they look forward to defending themselves in court, which is, is a normal response from a, from a company when they're they're saying they didn't do anything wrong. Right? It sounds like Lorcon is going to be a GenCon. I, I don't. I know people are worried about that. I wouldn't. Based on what I've seen, I'm not worried about Lurikana not being there. I'd be be pretty surprised at this point if something changed where we wouldn't be playing Lurikana in two months. Where things have happened, but based on by all accounts, it should be there, given that this is going to take a long time in the court system. So that's all I really wanted to share from what what I'm seeing. It'd be interesting to see. At the very least, we'll know when Rush of i comes out, like what that game entails, right? We can make our own opinions about how similar it is to to Lurkana, obviously, you you people have heard us talking over the past couple of months that Lurkana itself is a mixture of mechanics from Magic, from Pokemon, from maybe some Yu Gi Oh, some stuff like that, um, DBZ. You know, like like all these games take from each other, and then it's, it's it's really about how you package the stuff together and what's missing or what's added in. Uh, we kind of talked about that c- complexity budget in the past, so like it, it's not like anything in Lurkana that I can think of off the top of my head is unique, super unique to the game itself so it's it it was unexpected to to see this lawsuit come out um and you know kind of a I don't. I wouldn't say bad press for Lurkana, but it's just a, it's a interesting to see this come out and how it's go, and, and that's part of the story now about uh, Lurkana and, and Lurkana's history. So that's what I would say. Did I bore did I bore everybody to death? I'm sorry.
1: No, no, it's actually fascinating. Just
0: intently listening <laughs> and trying to understand words.
2: I was trying. I was trying to make it simpler. So I'm sorry. if I no, made it no, no, <laughs> no.
1: no? You're fine. Like I studied so law for a confused. little bit, and I was like, this isn't for me. But like I <laughs> understand the concept of what you're saying. But it's interesting that. Upper Deck is in a weird place because they've done this before with other card games and they've yeah. lost. Yeah. So, a lot of people who've been in the card game scene saw this and just kind of go, "Oh, mm. here we go again." It's right. Upper right. Deck looking for attention. Oh boy! And it's just interesting because kind of the old heads are not really worried about it, and then there's a lot of people who are brand new to trading card games. There and are a banana. lot of people
0: that I know that that were like that were seriously like worried. Like, I, so yeah, you're right. I had a lot of people that I knew were worried about it.
2: And it could be, and yeah. it it could be like maybe what you're saying too, you Like it could be like a marketing thing too. Who know? Like this is a, if whenever somebody like Ryan Miller, a big uh, you know, uh, a big presence in Khan I assume he was a big pr- presence in Russia vicor Like whenever that switch happened, you know that that's going to be an issue from one company to another. You know, so that maybe they just use that as an opportunity to like ride larkana's pigtails a little bit but he's like well this game isn't as unique as you guys think you know they want to get some attention to their game that's going to be released after larkana
0: right you know
2: probably not going to it doesn't have a strong i assume i don't know think about Russia, hardcore, but it, it can't oh, have is. it can't it can't have it yeah it can't have as, as strong of ip as disney right? right so um i mean it could that's also you know that's not my realm, but I, I would imagine that could be a thing about you know a, a marketing ploy necessarily to 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 get some more eyes on their game, right? Um, Who who knows?
1: knows? I mean, it was just fascinating that there was a very different response and you could kind of tell who has been around for a while and who was newer based on that response. And Mm -hmm. like I said, it was just fascinating because realistically, if you've been around the block for a while, I'm I'm not a lawyer, but I know for a fact we're never going to find out what it is. They're going to, you know, like you said, a couple months ago, hey, congratulations, everything was fixed. And that's it. Right. Like that's all, and we might not even hear it. For probably not going to no. hear it from Robinsberger. It's probably going to be all you know, upper deck who goes, "Oh, you know, justice was served today." It's like, "Okay, sure." Right. So realistically, they, they, they come out with a Mickey Mouse judge card. <laughs> Yeah, the, the only real news we're going to hear is the announcement of the lawsuit, and then that's pretty much it. That's the end of that conversation. Yeah. Right. I mean,
2: even, even the state court – I didn't say that early, but the, the state court scheduling right now is out to November, right? So, like, their first appearance on the case is not till November. If, but, again, that's probably going to get removed to federal court, so which even makes it longer than that. The, the real issue becomes what a judge rules about a, – a, Uh, Injunction or temporary restraining, or and again, that Paul Lesko guy basically goes into all the details about why it's not likely that 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 will happen because they've known about this. Their, their Rush Vicor was filed in April, basically. Um, Lurkana was filed, you know, before that. So, uh, Upper Decks had plenty of time. To try to get, if they if they really thought that they was stolen, they've had plenty of time to get this in court before August. So it really seems like they wanted to an amp up. And you can imagine, like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people out there are fr- like, they see that this lawsuit got filed. They know they paid. I mean, it costs a lot of money to go to Gen Con, but, you know, depending where you're going, you know, we're going to, you got to get a hotel, you got to get travel. And many people are going to Gen Con just to play Lurkana you know, that's, that's been a lot of uproar. I don't know we, we can talk about that too, but like about the ticketing for the events and about how that all went down and, um, you know, uh, having to return tickets for events, that kind of stuff. And so people seeing this lawsuit get filed, that, that, that's a lot of re- response I saw was, well, is, is it going to be pulled from, from Gen Con? Um, so, I, you know, I think that, brought it in a, as about as good as ways they could and saying they plan to fight the fight the allegations and that you know there there's been no indication so far that they they don't plan on being a gen con. So
1: yeah, no one's ever gonna admit guilt and be like, oh yeah, we totally stole it. Ha ha lol. Like, no, Yeah, right. they're gonna they're gonna fight it. My my take is when people were afraid we might not see Lorcon at Gen Con, the product that they were going to bring to Gen Con has already been printed and it's probably already in a warehouse. Waiting for the team to access it. So there's not really a reason for them not to bring the product because it's, I'm assuming it's probably in Seattle. That's their home base. And so they're just going to, you know, call whoever, UPS or FedEx, and go, hey, here's, you know, 200 boxes of X, Y, and Z. Ship it to this address at Gen Con. Here's the money to pay for it. So just because there's a lawsuit, that doesn't affect the fact that the product is already ready, and the product is going to show up at Gen Con unless there's some kind of legal reason it wouldn't, and there's just not enough time for their there to be an injunction to say hey you can't sell this stuff
2: technically there could be an emergency injunction but again, that, that, that guy who knows more about this than any of us says that's unlikely and i think that he probably has you know as good as based on what we know publicly as good as ideas anybody could have about what that is i will say you know again not the lawyer that does kind of stuff when i first saw the allegations read through the com- complaint myself you know f and again i don't i don't i'm, I'm not even a I do criminal law but my thought is that if Robinsberger was worried about this at all. You know, they they might decide not to be not to release. They might decide to delay the game on their own um, to reduce, you know, any potential damages that could, there could be. Because I assume they like, you know, if you go through if they it's very unlikely they go to trial again we said that like like 99% of these things settle but you know in the case that they went through a trial and then you get to they are found to have stolen enough of this to to be a, a liable for something some amount of money then you have to go to to a calculation of what the damages are and i'm guessing that changes based on if you actually you know sold the product or not right so what you earn from from selling this game that's my thought Th- this guy that knows more than i do much more than i know didn't bring that up at all so who knows um that's just the way my mind thought initially and again we've seen nothing that i would i would have thought that if Robert'sberger was going to do anything like that they would have we would know about that by now right they would have we would know uh going into a month before gen con i think 47 days away um what their plans are and i think i don't think they're that worried about it like you said so
1: yeah i feel like if they were going to Make a major change or adjustment. They would have They would have said it at this point yeah. because most of the opportunities to re—I think your refund for your ticket to GenCon is over. Yeah, as of so, yep. Yeah, it'd be kind of a, a lousy move for them to come out next week and go, "Oh yeah, due to lawsuit, we're we're
2: not doing anything." We're huge.
1: Refunding. Yeah, it'd be it'd be real bad. So it would probably it'd probably kill the game.
2: I mean. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Think, think about it. It, would, about not it, be, it, it, it would not but, be a good look for sure. No, no, it
0: would, be, it, would it would
1: ruin the game. Yeah, I agree.
0: It would, it would it would it would I would leave such a sour taste. Yeah, and anyone who wanted to give it a shot would be like, nah, we're good.
1: I mean, nothing about that versus what now?
2: if we hear out the a judge and whatever. Let's imagine they don't remove the federal court, but let's imagine a judge orders a temporary restraining order. Would you think they have that same reaction then?
1: Yeah, I would. Mm. No, because I the would judge that. Did I wouldn't. It. I wouldn't have that
2: reaction. It, it, but again, that's that's what you have. That's what like that's why media and that's why um what do you, what do you guys say? What do you say like proper branding? I don't know what the word is, but that's why that like you know whatever your your ability to communicate to your your consumer what's going on is very important because if a judge makes that call, like you're saying you know I would say that,
0: but the judge you know, is saying that they did something
2: wrong then. No, no, so, no, no. The judge is saying no. the judge is saying there's enough right now that I don't. Again, I, the, the reason why you again, this is my understanding. Now legal go vice, not whatever. The reason why there would be a, a temporary restraining order or some kind of a junction to stop it is just to limit the amount of damages. Right. I think that's I think that's the judges what the judge is looking at about what he's, he thinks about or he or she thinks about uh, making that order is is there enough here? On the face, on the face of the case, that the Upper Deck has presented to me, that I think we should stop this to stop it from getting so big, right? To make it making it more complicated about how we unravel this and how we resolve this this dispute between these two parties. So I think that would be the the criteria um, about why there would be a temporary restraining order. But again, you know, in the end, does that does that? Like, we're we're playing devil's advocate. If, if that happened, how does that you know? how that gets communicated down to people that bought their tickets for gen con bought plane tickets, bought hotels, all that kind of stuff that now can't be refunded. You know, do they understand that it really isn't Robins making this choice is, is a judge making this choice. And then who, the, who do they associate that with? And, you know, like you said, like, like Skip said, like, I think a lot of people are just going to be like frustrated at, at Robins Right. And not, not really care about this legal playing. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Cause I think that would be a really bad start for the game.
1: Yeah. If Robins were to cut everything out, I'd be upset. If a judge were to say, "Hey, you can't do this, that's yeah. out of Robinsberger's control. Like they want to continue community like bringing the community in, bringing yeah. the product to people, but they're, they're not going to break the law to do it. So there's, in my opinion, there's two different attitudes here, but I think Chris is right. Most people on average are going to hear, hey, we got, if, if again, this is not happening, but if, theoretically in a world where a judge were to show up and get in the way and Robinsberger couldn't produce Lorcana at Gen Con, Robinsberger would take a hit in the uh, court of public opinion.
2: Yeah, definitely. that's what we know. That's,
1: the I mean- is that is all speculation and hopefully none of that happens
2: and it also it's it sounds like the opposite it sounds like we're going forward sounds like this is probably not gonna be something we're be worried about the
1: fact they're releasing cards is a pretty strong tell i think that they're not going anywhere i'm fascinated by legality of stuff like this so i think it's interesting interesting.
2: i wish we would know more about it i mean that's the best part the people get excited it. it's like we're not gonna know anything no (laughs) yeah we're like never gonna
1: know anything
0: yeah but that's but that's what you want right you want us to just like if if it becomes a big thing, then that's mm-hmm. bad. They want they want it to quietly go away. So we'll see if Upper Deck is willing to play ball.
1: Who knows? But right, since we Who don't knows? know anything else, I think um, we, I think we covered it pretty well. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to have someone on the team who's an actual lawyer. Again, they did not give legal advice, no. but you're able to translate all of that stuff that I can't into a very manageable and understandable conversation.
2: Correct. Hopefully, hope some people feel more secure i appreciate that
1: yeah it'll be exciting gen con regardless of what happens i agree so now let's talk about some fun stuff so we have a combination of brand new cards to talk about and disney larkana did an ama with steve warner over the last week answering some very interesting questions and revealing some interesting stats about cards we didn't know so let's talk about the cards first that we do have full-blown artwork stat lines rarities stuff like that so we've got a uh, beast Spain at legendary rare rafiki mysterious sage at uncommon archimedes the highly educated owl at common genie on the job at super rare iago the loudmouth parrot at rare and then timone the grub rustler at common which of these do you guys want to talk about first
2: I me mean, genie okay genie, genie it is
1: so he is a six cost non-inkable character Three strength, four willpower, two lore pips, green or emerald, and then two abilities. One is evasive, which states only characters with evasive can challenge this character and disappear when you play this character a.k.a. Genie, you may return chosen character to their player's hand. And Disney Lorcana did clarify that Genie can target himself because the effect says when you play this character, meaning the character has already come onto the field, you may return chosen character to their player's hand. Chosen character references any character on the board, characters that you've played, your opponents have played, Genie can do it. So you could basically pay six to show the genie to your opponent and then put them back in your hand if you wanted to i can only think of a very few places where that would be useful specifically coconuts because whenever you play a character you get health or you remove up to two damage i'm assuming we'll probably see cards that say when a character comes onto the battlefield you know do a thing so it's a very fringe situation but you can bounce your own genie if you want to but those are the stats. Six drop, three, four, two lore. Uh, he got he has evasive, which is really good. And you can bounce a target creature, chosen character, whatever you want to call it. Thoughts on Genie? Oh, he's also a super rare, for those who don't know. Is he good? Is he bad? Will you play him?
2: First of all, I'll talk about the character. It's obviously a very extremely iconic Disney character, right? Voiced by Robert Williams is the most famous one, not, not Will Smith. Um, so <laughs> that part, first of all, great. You know uh i think the effect disappear is amazing we've seen a few bounce effects now um but bounce is extremely powerful at six costs is, it seems reasonable but i think you know that a lot of a lot of these effects that let you bounce out either your own characters or uh use it offensively and, and bounce out your opponent's characters if they're causing problems or use it defensively or use it to trigger things you know they're uh, these are basically combo starters in a lot of different decks right so um You can just the fact that you use them to to take care of a problem on the other side or use them to start a combo your side is very, very versatile. And I can see them being put in a lot of decks. So, um, well, decks that run green, obviously. So, yeah, tip two pips, three, four. Um, Seems like a great card to me. I would
0: have to. I mean, it's just one of the things where, like, I was just excited because, like, I mean, it's a genie, guys. It's like, it's just like childhood. You know what I mean? Like, I would just. And also, the card seems like it's just one of those really cool kind of like tech cards where like is so like fringe, but like what what purpose can it use? Like it seems to be like it uh, serves a lot of functions. Like I just I like the concept of like okay, this seems like a really cool card. What other kind of cool dynamics are we getting? Like it just it just made me more excited for more upcoming cards, basically. Because mm-hmm. of how exotic well, the card of,
2: is. Of course, Sugi's focused on the what the situation of bouncing back to your own hand, which is like I think that, that is the fridge thing, right, Sugi? Like that is like
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Normally you're gonna use genie to get rid of their most powerful card or the biggest threat to your board state. Mm-hmm. It was just an interesting interaction when the official Twitter says you can play the genie. Target the exact same genie and return him to your hand. Cause you like, wonder
2: who's gonna do why? those shenanigans, right?
1: Why would you? Well, I, I'm I'm gonna probably do that.
2: Definitely yeah, <laughs> gonna do that. Me. That, that also, t- I mean, the formatting of the cards. You know, when you play this character comma, that I assume that that means that applies to everybody. Then, so I mean, you, you could read you could read character cards, and uh, if they have play effects, that are worded the same way. You know that they'll trigger. You know, once that first part happens. And then you go to the second part and see see how it resolves. So yep. um, I'm interested to see you know again the rules are, are really interesting to me. But yeah, that's a they, they, that could go one or two ways, right? And it's going and they're they're ruling it that way that, that it will that it will be able to target itself because it's in play when that first pair, that first part of the sentence resolves.
1: Yeah, it's fascinating because it's it feels a little bit like Yu-Gi-Oh! not in a bad way. It's just w- the card says when you play this character, comma, you can do a thing. So -hmm. it seems like it's kind of a cost versus effect kind of thing where, so beast is a great example too. It says when you play this character, exert all opposing damaged characters. So the expectation is when this character is played and hits the field, then you can do a thing. So it's interesting because in other card games, generally when the effect goes into play or on the stack or on the chain, The effect has to resolve in its full sentence structure, and then the card actually kind of hits the field. Lorcan is almost the opposite, where Genie hits the field and then does his thing, which would allow you to target himself. I think Pokemon is similar in templating, where you can play the Pokemon, like when you do an evolution, or you play the Pokemon from hand, it hits the field, and then you resolve effect which the could allow you, ability yeah you could it allows you to potentially target the thing you just played so right. with genie it's a very fringe situation like you're probably never going to play him and then bounce him because you just tapped six ink for practically not getting anything out thing. of that yeah you're getting like z- 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 almost I, i'm sure, just yeah. i'm very careful because the fact that they've already addressed the fact that you can bounce your own card after you've literally played it i'm feeling like we're probably going to see something in the future where sure there is going to be a beneficial play where it's like, you know, when you play a character, you know, your opponent drop has to discard a card. Some something yeah. where, you know, you wouldn't be opposed to playing the character and then bouncing it, and then another effect would resolve that might, you know, destroy characters. So you get to keep the genie, but you kind of blew everything up on your I don't know. There's so many potentialities. It's just an interesting statement that the card hits the field, then can just target itself. Like, okay, that's interesting
2: what I gather more from that than anything else is that there'll it, be more cards I, like that. Well, there will be more cards like that, but it also, it would be surprising to me if we have interrupts that trigger, you know, on your opponent's turn then, because that would make, that would make that ruling a lot more complicated. If for example, you know, if we had counters, if we would go to magic and uh, a common blue tactic is counter spelling. You know, basically counterspelling works because you are able to hold, the cards into uh, a queue, a, a stack of how they're going to resolve. If we do, if Lorcana has something where opponents can counterspell or, or, or change the game state on your opponent's turn, but the play effects are really on a stack. That's going to make, make it very complicated. How those cards are going to resolve.
1: I could see something Yu-Gi-Oh style that says like the first effect.
2: First and last character.
1: out. Yeah. No, no. It, or first and first it, out. out. No, no. So there's there's actually a couple cards in Yu-Gi-Oh that say the first effect that your opponent plays is negated. So you could have a character or an item on your field that says, you know, the first character ability or the first card effect that you play is negated. So if you were to well, play him yeah, so first, sure, he would come onto the field and then his effect would not trigger. So you just have a three-four evasive character that doesn't have anything
2: else. Sure, that makes sense. So that way, yeah, but then it. it Magic, for example, couldn't have have their cards go this way. Couldn't Correct. have part of the card resolve without you know and target itself basically yeah. because of the because of the system Magic has. So that's more. But yeah, the, the way you're saying it, it's a static. It's it's you know it's it's on the board already. It's a static thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you already know the card is not resolving what it's played basically. So that that could still work. Yeah.
1: I doubt we'll ever see that, but just for the sake of argument, that's yeah. kind of what I'm thinking is you could see some kind of effect that turns off, you know, when you play this character, do a thing and just says your opponent can't trigger those effects.
2: Again, that makes me really happy because I think I don't want us to get to the level of magic stacking. And the the the, and the, the rule, I want this game to be simpler than magic. So far, it has been simpler magic. And I think that just leads me to more of my conclusion that this game, the rules of the game will be simpler. Yeah. um and you'll it'll be more like I'm going to do stuff on my on my turn that you're not going to interfere with is is how I'm feeling
1: the the more i play lorcana in testing and i've <laughs> I, th- I think i'm over 2000 games now it's it's been a lot i've been playing a you're lot you're over
2: 2000 games don't judge me don't judge me yes is uh, that hyperbolic it, there's no 2000 I mean, games ju- he, judged,
0: he judged i mean, he judged you immediately actually yeah i know i i heard it, was, that. it, it was just like, seems
2: like, ridiculous like there's the no, like 2000 games
0: he technically technically i mean he is kind of accurate cuz you are playing Two thousand of a game, two thousand games of a game that technically doesn't exist.
2: Right. There's, mean, not even, there's not even there's two thousand, there's not even enough cards. Like oh yeah, <laughs> you'll yes find are a way. Yes, you'll yes find are. a way. I mean when oh you're when you're playing
1: goodness. like, you know, 20, 30 games a night every night. And then wow, dude. Games, I'm I'm logging some some I want to know. So what I'm noticing <laughs> about Lorcana mechanically is the game actually kind of has a magic stack or Yu-Gi-Oh chain kind of built in. Yes. It's just in Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh, everything is happening sim- simultaneously. So, if it's your turn, you play a card, and then your opponent can immediately respond with a counterspell, and then you can respond with another counterspell. Mm-hmm. Your opponent can respond with all these things. So, you're going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth in this simultaneous stacking scenario, and then you resolve everything first and last out. So, the last thing that happened is the first thing to resolve, and then you go backwards from you know one to six, so on and so forth. In Lorcana, There is an interesting form of that stack, but it's in a slower format where on my turn, I play a character. I pass. On your turn, you have the option to play a character that could attack me, or you could play like a fire the cannons and kill my character. So it's kind of like the stack because you have an opportunity to respond to what I just did. Now, it's not as clear cut And it's not as simultaneous as Magic, because in Magic, you don't get to play a land and then respond, whereas in Lorcana, essentially, you get to play a land and then respond. So you're getting to accelerate your board state and your resource state, and you're setting yourself up for a chance to respond to the thing I just did the prior turn. So it's interesting, because a lot of people are like, oh, I really want to see like a stack and a chain, an opportunity to respond. Depending on how you build your deck, depending on the things you put into your deck, you actually can. and. I want to use this opportunity to pivot to one of my favorite cards I got revealed the new Rafiki Mysterious Sage. So, it is a three cost character that cannot be sent to the inkwell, three strength, three willpower, one lore pip, and the effect Rush, which says this character can challenge the turn they're played. So, traditionally, character cards have what we call summoning sickness. You play them and you have to wait until a future turn to do anything with them. Rafiki with Rush means you can slap it down and immediately attack. So he's essentially a worse version of the smash burn spell that just says deal three damage to any target character. So Rafiki is, in my brain with Rush, he's kind of like an instant speed spell because you don't have to wait for another turn to use him. You put him on the field and then you can say, hey, I'm going to swing him into your Captain Hook, who is already exerted. And I deal three damage to him and kill him or or banish him. He deals one damage back to me. And then if you want to try and take me out, you've got to do an additional two damage, but I'm going to deal three damage back to you. So Rafiki sets himself up when played correctly for a lot of two for one trades. Or if you're like really desperate to get through, say like a Hercules bodyguard, most people play Hercules, they exert him and they think I've got a turn or two before my opponent will have anything to deal with this board state now and then, and then what they'll do is they'll quest with their characters like they'll quest with like their baby maleficent who'll get you two lore They'll quest with their um what do you call it pascal for one lore because he's got evasive if they are other characters rafiki puts the game into a weird state because now on turn three you can slap down your rafiki swing him into hercules immediately and then your opponent is completely naked their one one maleficent will go down to your other one one because your one drop is probably a two two and she's a 1-1, so she goes down, and then your other character is easily going to be able to kill Pascal. So a board state we used to have where you were feeling pretty safe hiding behind a bodyguard character, Rafiki can very comfortably turn off very quickly. But that's the thing I've noticed is the stack, the, the order of operations, adding in characters with rush or abilities that allow you to activate them immediately when played speed up the game and create that sense of urgency and tension like we talked about with um, Sasha and it it kind of changes that dynamic of you do something I do something you do something I do something now it's I do something I play character and I get to use them immediately so you kind of get to do two somethings before your opponent gets to do anything and I think that's fascinating
2: I'll just, I just want to go back to before all that and say that I've played zero games of Arcana so just so the audience knows <laughs> the difference between 2,000 games <laughs>
0: <laughs> to zero games it's, it's like skips I,
2: somewhere I, in the middle there's like, like most things I, right?
0: I think i've played like 15 I, you know what you know what this reminds me of chris this is a great analogy probably not a great analogy remember remember the movie the og1 the willy wonk and the chocolate factory we're oh. like charlie how many bars of chocolate have you opened he's like two all right 200 no 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 sir just two just two or, two balls well i can't do anything with two balls Pretend remember you the 200.
2: St- remember the story of Goldilocks when I mean, she had the three porridge bowls. It was what? like, What? Yeah, Goldilocks that's a terrible and- analogy. <laughs> I mean, the woe was too soft, <laughs> the woe is too hard. The world was world was just right.
0: We're going with the Willy Wonka one. Another okay, fine. Bars. Okay, Soon fine, the kid okay. that opened up all the bars, yeah, I opened yeah. up a couple. And I've and had then zero. You were the one that, like, I can't do anything about that. That's just bad
1: math.
2: Right. So, Okay, so I just want the audience to know that. That that, that you're getting you're getting a, you're getting so you a wide football? variety of <laughs> Lurk Hot experience on June 17th, 2023. I think I'm like 15, 15 games
1: wins. in. No, no, you're closer to like 30, 40.
2: Me? How are you going to inflate his numbers? <laughs> because <laughs> because I,
1: played him. Oh, I played a ton of
2: cards. Oh, so if his numbers are off, your numbers are off. Is that why? Is that I, why you're getting I am so
1: getting judged here. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love how
2: you're like, nah, man. You played 100 games. <laughs>
1: No, he hasn't played 100 yet, but he's right. way above, like, 1520. I know that. No, nah, we're good. Wow. We're
2: good. I love it. But
0: I'm excited. Though. So the thing is, like, it, it should be good. But the Rafiki is an interesting <laughs> card. Where it's just a, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just simple. It's just a 3-3. It's, it's, a, it's It has Rush. You can use it immediately. And it's something I think Purple definitely needed. I think that's the first Rush Purple card, right?
1: Man, it's a scary card when you think about all the things you can do with him. Like, yeah, your yeah. opponent... What's interesting about purple, or I think it's am- amethysts. So yeah, we're gonna call, I'm calling ai am calling a purple. I know it's going to be purple. But yeah, yeah, it's Amethyst. purple. So what's interesting about purple decks before we saw Rafiki is they had this really high lore gathering skill set without had, any damage. They had Yeah, they had the card draw with friends on the other side and Sork Maleficent. And then they had the batteries to just get tons and tons of lore real fast you have pascal who has evasive you have baby mal who's a, a one drop that gets two lore which is pretty nutty and then you have you know your olaf your one three who's just kind of annoying to deal with and so you could just set up this really early game low to the ground board state where it's just like quest 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 and by like turn three if you if you had like the nuts draw you could be looking at 12 to 14 lore with just a couple of low to the ground characters the problem was the game evolved and found that big bodies can just kill purple decks and just slow them down to a crawl. And then you play a big thing like Cerberus at, you know, five, six, and purple can't kill it. There's just nothing they have to do anything with it. So they have to use other colors like red, gray, or blue to get past big bodies. Now that we're starting to see things like Rafiki, it gives them that extension they need where. You can use Rafiki to take out some of the threats your opponents have while you're still questing and keeping your opponent honest. So he's not like game changing or divisive, but the fact that you can pay three, slap a character down and immediately challenge your opponent has to respect purple. If, if they don't, you can catch him off guard and really hurt him. And I think that's a really cool kind of a tech card that purple definitely needed. It, he's not necessarily gonna do much late game when the bigger bodies are out. But like turn three, turn four, Rafiki's gonna keep you honest if you're not paying attention. And he's he's got some chomps and it's very, very cool to see some of these rush characters that are pretty gnarly.
2: Let's do let's go to the next rush character then. Beast Wolf Spain, five costs, four four, uh has rush, has a ability called Roar. Roar, 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 roar! Yeah, roar. Um, when you play this character, exert all opposing damage characters. Two pips
1: and non non inkable. That's important.
2: Non inkable. I see this as a is a is a huge way to get rid of a problem character, right? I mean, if they're if they've if you've put some damage on somebody, and they just obviously at that point they probably had a, a decent. Defense score, and now that and now you're worried about them for whatever reason, that he could just take them out, right? He could just get them exerted, target them, and uh, do four damage to them. Hopefully, hopefully take them out of the game.
0: I, I do have to admit, I do really enjoy the beast uh the the mechanics of the card. Like, I I, I think that's a great value for five. Yeah, like that just seems like a great value for five for the. uh I mean, it's a four four for five, which is great. The rush ability, and I think the playability of roar. Um, especially because I think of like imagine like there's got to be a deck out there a card that'll be like you know when you play this card it does like one damage, and you start damage spreading yeah. damage across the board right then at one point you just like yes oh, I'm just gonna exert your entire team and you're like is this a thing that's yeah even, pair, right now? even pairing
2: it with even pairing it with steel right maybe like steel has a lot of cards that are gonna put out chip damage right right so if you're able to if you're able to put you know chip damage on a I don't know we we talk about, we talk about some five defense cards that are, are really good right um, I if we'll if think you about get rid that of fast, sorcerer Mickey
1: that lets you yeah. keep
2: recurring brooms. Sure, yeah.
1: He never ever exerts. You just want him to stay online the whole time. So,
2: exactly. You get a you get a you ping him with a damage, and then you take him out with Beast. Right. Yeah. Right? So it, so it really is a, a nasty I, combo card. I, I, I think there'll be some something out there that'll be
0: like like do one damage to opponent yes. character or deal yes. one damage to two opponent characters, and
2: you're just like, okay, this seems really good now because it also options. increases the value of cards that heal. Yes. I Anything mean, so, about like the, me that like, makes it makes cards that that heal look.
1: Huh? hopper
2: Oh, yeah, it makes them actually, like It makes them actually wise. like feel like not Before. so like because I mean normally you're not going to care about you know one damage, but you do care about one but damage that, may, that means that means your your uh, Mickey Mouse wayward sorcerer is now targetable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's a, I think it's a great card for the the game. It's going to be a great mechanic, and I, I love cards like that that are that are teched to. To fix a certain to take care of a certain problem, right? Cards that aren't that don't want to that aren't going to want to exert. Uh, well, I'm going to make you exert, but I have to jump through some hoops to do it. So I think it's a great card.
1: What's interesting is Beast and Genie both get astronomically better with each set that come out. Yeah, yeah. Because I I think Chris is right on the mark. The moment I saw Beast, his abilities like this is cool. And then it's like, wait, there have to be cards that do AOE ping damage mm-hmm. because currently you just have two yeah you have two so you have fire the cannons which does two damage and smash which does three both of those pretty often kill the thing you want to get rid of you don't really do two damage to a five or six willpower card unless you have another way to get rid of it so it's kind of a inefficient way to get into a character but the fact that you exert every single damage character absolutely means we've got to see cards that you know either do like aoe damage across the board or characters where it's like you know exert this character deal one damage to a chosen character mm-hmm. and now you start setting up these combo plays with beast or i think another uh combo piece we could talk about is the new iago which is a great opportunity to transition yep. and this is a three cost character that can be sent into the inkwell he is a one four rare with one lore pip and he has a ability called you got a problem and you exert this character and it says chosen character gains reckless during their turn which is they cannot quest and they must challenge if able so what's interesting is you could do a turn where you tap down iago make something reckless it attacks into iago it takes one damage and then on a subsequent turn you slap down beast and then you just you know swing into all the things mm-hmm. that have a little bit of damage on them.
2: Just a great piece of control. I mean, making making your 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 two pip or ma- making your I don't know five pip Mickey. We're not five pip. Is a four? Four pip. Yeah. Four pip. Four pip. Mickey. Um, do nothing but but attack.
0: So. Also, make it makes a card vulnerable, or it's like also mm-hmm. it's a really easy way to get like, hey, there's a Pascal.
2: Now it has to attack. They have to they have to exert themselves. Yeah.
0: Right. You know what I mean? Like it's just like they're just like it's just it's a, interesting. yeah they, they might
2: have to kill themselves i mean they might they might have to they might have to target something that it's a really interesting
0: kill. three mm-hmm. drop that's some sort of like removal you know what i mean great control
1: yeah it's a fantastic, fantastic control piece now there there are some subtleties here the disney lorkana twitter clarified a couple things so a card that has the reckless keyword on them they can be used to exert themselves if they have an exert effect. So yeah. for example, if you have an Iago, target an Iago and give, you know, your opponent's Iago reckless, your opponent can choose to exert them to use their ability. They don't have to attack. You can also exert a character to sing a song as well. Right. So there are opportunities to set yourself up where you are hit with reckless. You cannot quest for any reason whatsoever. But just because the rule says you must challenge if able, the if able is also a flexible space where you could tap yourself to sing a song. You right. could tap yourself to activate an ability. You could tap yourself to pay a cost. Also, there's another thing a lot of people don't talk about. If you tap down, say like I use Iago and I target your, um, you know, your genie and I say, hey, genie's got reckless. You have to attack Iago you can use another character to kill or banish my Iago. And then if I don't have any other exerted characters to attack with your genie that has reckless doesn't have to do anything. He still cannot quest, but he doesn't have to exert himself because there's no legal attack target. And the, if able basically allows him to stay in an unexerted state.
2: And I just want to clarify too, like it's for the ability. As far as I I can tell, you, you, you don't get to say who they have to challenge correct you just they, they just have to challenge it kind of your word maybe may have been sound like that you, you have to attack a certain character so but it's no, basically it,
1: a passive effect that if the character can attack they, they have, have to, to attack right you get to choose who you attack but if there are no attack targets you don't have to do anything exactly and if there are other ways to exert, exert the card yourself. by singing a song paying a cost activating your own ability, ability. Yep. you can just go hey I'm going to like, say, say for example, Iago, uh, targeted Elsa and said, you're reckless. Then the opponent on their turn could say, okay, I exert Elsa to exert one of exert your character. characters. Yep. And now I don't have to attack. So there, there are definitely ways around the reckless keyword. You just have to be creative with it.
2: Let's go into our next of two, I think, right? Uh, Timon, Grubb Rustler, uh, tell so yeah, uh,
1: us what you feel about this.
2: Yes.
0: I love it. Could that mean that we're getting, uh, more Lion King cards. <laughs> or a Pumba. Um
1: What color? But, do you it? We definitely
0: get Pumba. What color? Yeah, we definitely yeah, Pumba. Pumba will be the same color. You think so? it have to be. It would be sacrilegious if those two guys weren't on the same team and well, to they'd fight be each they'd other. Be be so, anyways, right? You know there's t- going to
1: be multiple colors of the characters. Oh, yes, there has
0: to be for the game to be existing. Yes, very true. Um, when you play this, when you play uh, Tastes Like Chicken, great name, by the way. When you play this character, you may remove up to one damage from a chosen character. Uh, that literally comes right into play with the whole beast yeah. concept. Like literally like the same concept. I'm like, oh, it does one damage. This is bad. You're like, well, not anymore. Also, it's interesting too. is like when you play this character, you may remove up to one damage from chosen. So you don't have to if you don't want to. Um, also, if you can find a way to like, it's a one drop. So like, can you play multiple? Like when like, can you like spam them? Can you, you know what I mean? Yes, like yes, ways to, like bounce them back into your hand. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah exactly right. So like, there's He's just a diplomacy a, character
1: in multiplayer
2: oh so it's a it's a we didn't we didn't say but it's a one cost inkable uh yellow card one two with one pip not uh bad yeah it's pretty i mean
0: i like i mean i like it i mean i feel if, if for for the concept of what what is this yellow yeah
1: <laughs> Yep. uh <laughs> amber, amber
0: amber amber uh for the for amber having a nice like it's not just uh olaf like it's actually it actually like serves the purpose you know what i mean
1: Wow, what you're saying about my boy Olaf there, buddy?
2: It just, it doesn't do anything. What? Better than one, yeah, it's better than one. So, I mean, I think is a, a vanilla car for, is a vanilla car, or like a one I am two. I'm going to two. beat
1: you at a game specifically using an Olaf now. Sounds good.
2: I mean I played 2000 games so I'm gonna I mean,
1: I'm, I'm gonna draw play. those thug life like glasses on his eyes give him like the you know little smirk start playing the music in the background <laughs> when I you know quest for that oh, last
2: lore be like oh hilarious.
1: so Olaf doesn't do anything okay he,
2: he let's, he let's go to our last card before we get. right <laughs> so our our last card but is connected like, to I, Moan I like because Moan. It, I I would say it's going to be a It's a it's a one cost vanilla card. So it's a it's uh how do you say his name Archimedes Archimedes
0: Archimedes Archimedes, Archimedes. the adorable little
2: owl inkable owl that's purple two two one pip. So I think that is our baseline we talked about in the previous episodes about like what a vanilla everyone's going to have the card is is like a one two two with a pip is is a is a vanilla card for this game. Yep. So um, you could compare it to, you know, Timon, who is a, a one cost, one, two with a, a, a ability. still one pip. Um, I would say, you know, a middle level ability, if you want to say it that way. Like it's something that definitely will will find play in certain combo decks. So anything else about Archimedes?
1: I feel bad about Archimedes. He's in a color that's already flooded with great one drops. Cause no, that's, like,
2: that's definitely going to be a style of deck, right? I mean, like it's going to let itself to like purple, purple Rush.
1: I mean, I... <laughs>
2: and they probably you, I, I imagine if anybody has effects that are going to like i know sacrifice won't be a thing in this game in this i game, think it will like, i think it could be I think it could well be. i don't know if they'll call it sacrifice but you know if, if uh, in, in magic you can you can basically use other characters to to as a cost for effects yeah. and whatever that's so whatever they would call that at a game i think if anybody has that it probably will be purple right i don't think i've seen anything in i want to do nature. an owl deck
0: there's got to yeah. be an owl deck
1: we got we got
0: one Wait, wait, what? How
1: wait, how what, many were, what what's that? What's that Rocket Doodle
0: movie? Was that? Was that Disney uh, Rocket movie? We, we, oh, go. okay. Because I'm like, I want the Owl bad, bad guys.
1: But we could get Owl from Winnie the Pooh because we've already got, you know, Tigger. I think that's it. I'm sure we'll see like <laughs> Rabbit, Owl.
2: <laughs> I, I googled how many owls and this this website, Disney Fandom has, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven owls. Oh, Ooh. there's what Owl
1: House. I yes. yes. oh, sure. there is Owl House, but that's not all Great the information. Etta, studio.
2: Clawthorn, Owl from Winnie the Pooh, Poo. Professor Owl, Archimedes, Big Mama. I like that, Owl. I don't know where she's from. Big Mama. What's she from? The, the, the Mont Lawrence movie. And Forest Animals, Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> so they just have Owl as a forest animal, sleeping building. Big Mama is from... The, the, the 1981 the fox and the hound
1: oh the fox and the no. hound i forgot about
2: that the saddest movie oh
1: no am i i have to turn uh, it my disney card now i was like i know that name where have i she's heard she's a of?
2: motherly motherly character who coordinates todd's adoption oh. by. Oh. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah i forgot about i haven't seen fox and the hound in Decades. I mean, it's I'm not normally one. one you're
0: like, I'm gonna put on no. for a good time. <laughs> that's true. That's put on for a good <laughs> time. was in the dark. era of the dark I mean, movies. it was either this or Schindler's <laughs> List. I wasn't sure which oh one to my put God. on. <laughs> Why would you know?
1: Oh,
2: oh yellow! It was. It was this oh, year. Oh, it was yellow.
1: See, I'm the guy. I'm the guy who'd be like, let's watch Oliver and Company. That's a fun, upbeat
2: movie. That, that's okay? a great movie. Oliver Company. Then you're still... like, let's watch Fox and the Hound or Homer man. Bound. Man. Oh, oh man, Homeward, I watch Homer Bound. Bound. I that's watch Homer
1: Bound. That's a fun movie. I cry
2: every time. Yeah, Dude, you should. If you don't you have a, you don't have a
1: soul if you don't cry. Uh oh. Anyways, yeah. moving <laughs> along now. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the oh, aldec well. would be fairly light unless they take some liberties it would with, be terrible. with yeah, all the forced yeah. animals.
1: So here's an interesting thought. I think, so in in Magic the Gathering, there's a term called anthems, where you have cards that buff a specific type of card. And we're seeing a lot of these ally cards. And I feel like we could definitely see like an item that says, Mm -hmm. you know, all allies get like plus zero, plus one. So like one more willpower or maybe like plus one, plus zero or something. So you could run an ally deck. And right. you just have all of these, you know, little load, You have, like, you know, Sergeant Tibbs or Archimedes yeah. or Yago or... Yeah. I mean, I
0: feel that's a great way for them to... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where they want to just, like... Theme have a, Yeah, right. Well, because I mean, like, if you look at Magic, like, there's like there's elves and humans and... Dwar- like, mm-hmm. they have yeah. that already built into the system for, like, the longevity of the game. Like, for example, like, I don't remember seeing a mentor card before for Rafiki.
1: Mm-hmm. Is oh, that, that the first
0: mean, mentor card we've seen? I think so. I don't... I've been looking right now. I don't see... Like, I thought that was cool. Like, they're just building these mechanics where, like, Dreamborn, hero, hero ally, princess, mentor, villain. prince, alien. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, alien, I think that's yeah. great because then that, that means that they can expand on that. And then, start, then you know, you start making those elves decks or the rush decks. You know what I mean? They start, like, actually having, like, a theme to the concept, right? The story is going to be versus, interesting.
2: Versus yeah. Dreamborn is still the, the biggest, like, what yeah. is that?
0: also like, it could mean nothing it could it could mean or they yeah, have yeah. dream born storyboard like it could just be a way to separate characters mm-hmm. when they release because then you just assume that like all right there'll be three different versions of the mickey they'll oh, be no, three they different versions
1: future sets they're going to matter there's actually going to be part yes. of the storyline
0: exactly and they're going to be way like thematically or they'll like be an or like item card that'll be like all dreamborn characters I get. guarantee
1: you there's going to be tutors but it's going to be like specific where it's like you could yes. tutor out like a storyborn character or yes, you can trade out right. your
2: storyborn character for another story, like pokémon communication it feels yeah, Pokemon, like yeah, Pokemon, yeah It feels like it's going to be related to the story of the game too right about the ink wells and and battling eh, to stories. I, I think I think, think so. so I, I mean think like, well, much what well, I mean otherwise I mean floodborn feels like that's not a term that's common to Disney no, if anything, when you see that, you think about Halo, right? Like, everybody thinks of the flood. Yeah, Halo. yeah. the flood. Did oh, um, yeah. they introduce Halo, the card game? I was like, this is our way to get Halo into Disney Ooh, IP. Yeah. We yeah. um,
1: specifically created Floodborne to have these <laughs> special <laughs> characters. Hilarious. But I think the I think what they said in an interview was Floodborne is like an alternate reality that could have happened. Yes. So, if you look at like that. He, he's oh. the king of Olympus, he's got the Floodborne keyword. And so he's got like that golden hair and he's drinking the drink and he's like taken over Olympus. So mm-hmm. the, this is a floodborn alternate universe where in the uh, movie or in the movie we've seen, he loses to Hercules and yes, he gets this Cedar where he wins. Back. This is the universe where he wins. He actually yeah, he won. That's hard. why he's all
2: golden. That's why he's the king yeah, of, king of, they king wanted, of if Olympus. They want to do something different than what the character would be. Like yeah. what the storyborn yeah. version would be. They would put it. So like Stitch Correct. is a rock star or yeah. Aurora as a defending. I mean, but she was kind of a, well, whatever i, I guess yeah, I, I think the that's kind of, I,
1: outlaw. so like aladdin's actually a hero instead of a, a street thief and everyone hates yeah. him you know he's like mm-hmm. a, he's like a superman he's like a batman he's like oh my gosh he's a he's here to protect the people that's so what, it's that's fascinating what did, isn't it well it, it is but he's kind of not really represented in that fashion like he's still like a street rat to people until he marries jasmine and becomes royalty so i, I guess yeah that's fair but Hades is a really great representation of – it's kind of like the, the Marvel what if. Like what if Hades mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Those are won? great.
0: Those are yeah. phenomenal. Or the Star Wars tales. Those
1: yeah, those yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Stitch, I agree. A like a What if Stitch wasn't like a hated animal? He was actually like popular and became this like world-famous musician. So – Flood, Floodborne is a fascinating opportunity for them to go.
0: Correct. You know, I agree. What
1: if this thing happened? What if like Mulan didn't win and um, Shere Khan? No, not Shere Khan. Ooh. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. What's his name?
0: Oh, uh, what is wrong I with have, my brain? I just remember the coming out of ground like yeah, daisies. Coming,
1: like daisies. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh.
2: the,
0: I
1: know people listening are going to start yelling at us. Yeah, they're going to yell at us. Who oh, is it? Who is it? Who's the Mulan villain? All right, let me look. There it. actually
2: have not been a lot of Floodborne since. No, released. no. Sean, I
1: ah, I Sean
2: knew it. you, yeah, Sean, Yu. So,
1: yeah. What, what if Sean, Yu succeeded and killed the emperor, and Mulan did not? I want succeed? card now,
0: and I want the eagle, and yeah, a lot of fun stuff there.
1: Yeah, like what if what if Cruella did kill the puppies? Actually, that's kind of, kind of dark. We'll, we'll move what on. if she, what if she did not do it?
2: Yeah, what if she, she didn't. She saved the. Then the movie, she didn't do it, right?
1: She did not do it. She did but not. She wanted it. to. She wanted to.
0: She wanted to murder dogs. So how did she get the skin
1: for a coat? She bought it from. Well, we we don't talk about that. We don't know. We don't
2: talk, we don't about, talk about Bruno.
1: We don't talk about Bruno. Uh, we
2: don't talk about Bruno. Mm.
1: Oh, yeah. They'll be in Canto cards. aren't there. I believe Encanto is in the Disney and well, Walt Disney Animation Studios collection. The new Wish movie is. So we'll probably see that in a future set. Maybe. Probably. Question mark?
2: I can't wait to get Star Wars back from... Okay, whatever. I
1: (laughs) thought you were going to play Unlimited. Aren't you going to play Unlimited?
2: Let's wrap this thing up.
1: Wow. (laughs) this is uh, Shooting the honest truth over here. All right. So last thing I want to talk about before we get on out of here. Disney on Twitter had announced that there were some... uh, People were asking about lore pips for cards we hadn't seen yet. And the three I wanted to bring to the table to talk about for a quick second is Goofy with Evasive has officially two lore pips. Tigger, like a lot with evasive has two lore pips and interestingly enough lady tremaine the six drop with one five who says when you play this character you can return an action card from your discard pile to your hand they only gave her one pip that seems insane oh, wow so let's i want to talk about goofy and lady tremaine Tigger, i don't know the four four for six two lore evasive like it's it's interesting it does seem interesting but goofy at five that's something I really wanted to talk about, and then you missed, lady, missed lady opportunity for that up. one.
0: It just seems a bit goofy, doesn't oh it? Oh
1: my gosh! You, I don't I, know how'd you miss that? How'd you miss that, Chris? You're, you're right. right. We there. should probably wrap this up. It's getting late. <sighs> Skeff, right Skeff there. is bringing the the dirty puns and the dad jokes. It's a bit goofy. Like, think was just it was so good. That's why it's such a goofy card. Are, are we not seeing eye to eye here? I know, right? I want that power. Happy Father's Day, by the way, Skeff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Happy Father's Day. Congratulations to everyone who's listening. Happy father's, oh, Day. happy father's Day. Unfortunately, this podcast will be coming out way past Father's Day. But, you know, we'll just you know go back in time for a few moments and retrospect your amazing Father's Day. Congratulations to all the fathers out there. But uh, Goofy Ooh. is a father. He does have a son. Max. Max. I would love to see a max card. Anyways, we're getting way off topic. Uh, Goofy. (laughs) Let's talk about Goofy. He's a five drop. You can send him to the inkwell. Three, four, evasive. Only characters with evasive can challenge this character. And he's got two lore. Officially has two lore. We thought he had one. He's got two. What are you thinking? Because I I think that's really good. Like, I think Goofy is going to be a very solid card. We're going to see play a lot of in Constructed lorcana. I mean, if you can pull him in like draft or sealed, Woo, 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 woo. take my money
0: <laughs> i mean do i want to, chris do you want to play that devil's advocate or do you want me to go ahead okay. all right well i think the card currently right now is a bit i'm just gonna say it because i feel like it's, someone has to be uh anti goofy card right so i feel that it's just over right now because Ooh. we only have 41 of the set released and right. how many other evasive card like what is the percentage of evasive cards in the set you know what i mean like
1: yeah, that's more than
0: half. And then like, nope, if it is, no. you're like, oh, there'll be a lot of evasive cards to I mean, counteract this.
2: Yeah. Tigger takes them out. One more call. It's, it's, there's there's a lot of fa- it's just it, it's good. A two, co- a two pip evasive for five is good. Right. But I'm just doing it to be, you know, anti goofy. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> it all can't are be like, goofy's amazing. Even though I mega, want
1: to Nega Scott, you're like, Nega goofy. Right? Mega,
2: Obviously, red is getting, you know, the the strong aggro. evasive cards. That's yeah, where aggro. that's where they're. You Know, I mean, they have the Mickey Mouse Brave Little Taylor, so Little Taylor. um, probably the, the best questing card we've seen in the game, right? Evasive and and, and uh, four pips. Uh, for if five, you can five, never five, play five. him, if you can play him at eight, right? Um, hopefully, I mean, hopefully, the game is over at that point. At that point, you get in the cards that just banish them, right? Let's just start so, with
1: six ink. That's just you know, that's how you play him, right? Mean, but I mean,
2: that the, the difference is between well, okay, the difference between Goofy and, and Mickey Mouse is two turns, right? Um, three and okay, three. Because well one two yeah I guess
1: Goofy's a five drop Mickey's an eight drop
2: I don't know it it, it seems fine I don't I, I don't again I played zero games you play two thousand listen, <laughs> listen to listen listen to Siggy. I guess it just, it feels like I've seen enough effects so far that I am not too worried about him I bounce you know he you bounces back he still gets so many sickness I uh, I don't know that's fair no that, that's could, totally fair you could exert him
1: just just wait. Just wait until we play him. You're gonna go. Oh my gosh, he's really good.
2: He's spicy. I mean, Elsa could lock him down, right? At three cost. Yeah. Uh, I sure. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I don't. It just it feels like you're gonna. I mean, that's their thing. Remember, their thing is having remember, good. You can only
1: character. challenge him with other evasive cards. So you can you can tap him down. But on my turn, I untap him and then I quest. So if you don't have evasive, I don't care about your Elsa. That's
0: worthless. Or you just make him attack you
2: with Beast. Well, well elsa could tap she could tap him down and then- you tap
1: you tap my goofy down on your turn i untap on my turn and then i do whatever i want with him the only reason you use elsa to tap something down is if you're going to swing in and banish yeah. them but if you don't have evasive well, what what do i care the only bro, purple evasive bro, bro. is pascal so you could do one damage to me oh boy i hmm. think it beast you. yeah that's what i said I no said beast. beast doesn't have evasive no, no, but you, he'd make you attack him. You mean er Or
2: Reckless. We give him Reckless or whatever. Yeah, you give him Reckless. Talk about the other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: So, so that, 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 that the, works. The Reckless is, the, the reckless is.
2: I mean, there's, there's I think there's another cheap way to give Reckless to, right? There's an action card that gives Reckless. There's
1: a three cost, the beast is mine, that gives a character of choice Reckless. Right. Correct.
2: Reckless. So, I mean, so, that's yeah. gonna, I think that's going to be anti-Red, because Red wants to get down and sneak in questing, right? Yep, absolutely. And like, nope, you can't sneak in that questing. Got to... Gotta get your licks in. So, yeah, yeah I've,
1: I've seen people do something dirty where they quest with Cheshire Cat, and then they hit you with Reckless, and then you have to swing into Cheshire, that's, kill it, brutal, and then it that's banishes the I mean, both you just, of you. you <laughs> yeah,
2: it's brutally good.
1: I I haven't done it myself. Per you know, wink, yeah, per, yeah. Dragon, well,
2: <laughs> Dragon Fire is also five costs. Just just saying,
1: it's true. Dragon Fire, let it go. There are ways to remove Goofy, but I'm just saying, like. He's a great turn five drop, and if you don't have an answer for it, it's like, all right, I'm going to quest for two lore, and then two more, and then two more, and then uh, two more, and then, oh, I guess I win. Haha, <laughs> wow. Well,
2: and still's going to get more. I mean, I I have no doubt they'll be. You're going to have removal for each of the, each level, right? So yeah, still, I do still, agree. He'll definitely get worse. Four damage removal.
1: Yes, like I still think at five vanilla three four with evasive, he'll get he'll worse f- as more cards reveal. Yeah. But he's still good enough that he can be in a deck. He's not just, oh, this card is only good for the next two weeks. And then when Gen Con comes out, he's, yeah, yeah. Archimedes is kind of like, well, nice knowing
2: you, buddy. (laughs) They just had to make an owl card. Definitely definitely a good card. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But the two lore is what caught me off guard, because we all thought he had one, because it would make sense for Tigger to have two, and then Mickey to have four. And now it's like, oh, Goofy and Tigger both have two. Uh, Okay. Yeah. It's fine. Whatever. Sounds good. All right. Last card. And then we're going to go home, go to bed, get some uh, Skittles, drink some water, go to the bathroom. Lady Tremaine. A lot of people thought this six drop one five had two or more pips. Some people thought she had three. I thought she had two. I was actually surprised. So ironically, it's the inverse of Goofy. We thought Goofy had one. He has two. We thought Lady Tremaine had two or three. And now she has one. Do you think what What do you think? Do you think it's good? It's bad. It's ugly. It's playable. It puts her in a really awkward spot now, I think.
2: Chris, go first. I have no thoughts. <laughs> I've, I've not played any games yet. It, uh, you, it think you, you, you think it should you think it should be have more?
1: Well, I mean, if you look at a lot of the six drops, like Genie's a great example. He is a six drop, an uninkable character. He's a three four with evasive, two pips, and a bounce effect. Lady Tremaine is a six drop, uninkable, one five. So she has a really big defensive value that's good she has one attack not good her ability is i guess really what you're playing her for that says when you play this character you can return an action card from your discard pile to your hand but the expectation was if she's a one five then after you play her you should probably be using her to quest because with five willpower you could probably use her like one or two times safely and then maybe she'll you know die to something attacking her but now at a one five with one lore, it's kind of like she seems undervalued or maybe overcosted, I guess.
2: But you can't, the, the hard part is obviously she's an evergreen ability that she's always going to be able to get an action card from your discard. So if you're playing, that's the trick. It's if you're hard. You're yeah. Playing she- a, a heavy deck that is is trying to, a green purple, for example, that's going to have a ton of action cards that are very good. Or maybe a gr- green red where you want to get back your, your, um, dragon's fire yeah. like, stuff like, like stuff like that right being able to re- recur recursion is huge yes and so like that cards like that are what's going to like you know make the most bust, busted combos of the game um so no i think i th- i think that's a balancing mechanic mainly is that you know if you're going to pay for, for recursion you have to pay you recursion has to have a, a real cost otherwise it's going to make some broken combos so i think that's more more the issue um you know, she gets to recur. Then she gets to also be a busted card questing. No, it's so, not busted. No.
1: Just, just you know, above average. A one yeah. five for one at six is is kind of on the lower end.
2: Yeah, I think that I think that ability is it, the only reason you play her. Obviously, knowing the pips now is because of the ability.
1: Oh, you're you're right. She gets so much better with every set. What's interesting is she combos really great with Genie because you could play her, get an action card back to your hand, play Genie, return her back to your hand. Play yep. the action card. Play her again. Get the action card back. So you, you can keep doing these Correct. recursion yep. loops. Yep. Now, yep. I will say it's really expensive because most yep. of the cards you want to recur are like four,
2: five, and six. You're doing so, it all, uh, off turns, right? That's Yeah, those, you're, those you're doing your turns, it like once so not, per turn. You're actually, actually However, playing the card.
1: With uh, I will say this: with the ramp and blue, I have gone to eleven or twelve ink before, so it's not impossible to. Play a Lady Tremaine, impossible. Play the card that you just got back, and then on the next turn, play Genie, return her to your hand, play her again to get the card back into your hand. So you you could get you could potentially get stuff going pretty quickly.
2: Impossible or impossible?
1: Yes, <laughs> unfathomable, <laughs> in in theoretical, inconsequential. Happy unbirthday. Those
2: are <laughs>
0: okay. so for your two thousand <laughs> games. What has been the average <laughs> amount of? lore you have gotten at out during a game
1: what do you mean like between zero to 20
0: <laughs> yeah basically yeah like
2: what What do you feel like
0: wh- how long are games lasting
2: oh how many, okay. turns? How many, how many how,
1: turns oh okay
2: how much i think what you really question was how many, how many inks are you getting on the field is that, i think that was that really the question skiff like how much mana do you have yes to the inks yeah
1: okay okay i was like those are three totally different questions on average probably five or six
2: the game's over before you get to turn six
1: no no you just you only need five or six and then you can so play everything out of so you're not, playing. So you're
2: your not playing more yeah that that does seem like that's going to be you know there's not a ton of card draw that we've seen so far so again like you know and that's kind of what we talked about with um sasha the you
1: hit, you hit a threshold
2: right and then and then the question becomes to be the equal cards or unequal cards that whole deck you know we had to really explored before that yes that whole deck kind of like which what, what can you ink yeah. And then you draw, you know, if you're planning on inking something or you're planning on drawing something inky, you don't get that, that that card that you can ink. What does that mean for you? That becomes a real a real a bigger part of the game. And then that means I'm capped at five and I can't do as much as I want to do. So, yeah, that 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 seems like a part of the game that, that, that you won't really feel until you actually start playing the game.
1: If you're playing in gray or steel and you have beast smear online, you're going to actively ink as much as you can so that you can get the extra card draw so it's not uncommon if you draw you know like a goons and your board state is perfectly fine you just ink it and then tap out to draw another card so with uh ramp in blue or uh, beast mirror in steel you can easily go over six but if you're playing like you know green purple or uh steel blue or and basically anything that doesn't need to go necessarily above that curve generally you're looking at 6 maybe 7 ink and then everything you draw you just play or you just yeah. sit on it to make your opponent scared or if you have a really comfortable board state you don't need to so something that's interesting in lorcana is if you have a comfortable board state that's producing 4 to 6 lore you actually don't necessarily want to or need to commit more stuff to the board because you want your opponent to spend resources to deal with your threats online. And then after they get rid of those threats, you just replenish them and they go, oh, my gosh, I just got rid of like I-, I actually don't like playing double Moana very frequently because I'll set up the Moana and a bunch of princesses and they'll swing, you know, one, two or three cards into Moana and thinking they got rid of her. And it's like, okay, here's my new one. And they're like, oh, do I, I have to do this again? I'm like, yeah, you do. So keeping, keeping that tempo, making your opponent allocate multiple resources and then replenishing quickly and easily is great. I mean, if you want to play like hyper aggro and just dump your hand out, that's fine. I personally like to keep a few cards in my hand so that the opponent has to respect. They don't know what I have. They don't know what to play around. They have to make assumptions of, you know, does he have this? Does he have that? What could you possibly have? And just kind of I like to keep a strong, steady pace of lore and then set up a turn where, you know, maybe I'm sitting at like 16 lore and then I'll just slap down two cards that have two pips each and then go, hey, if you don't have a removal spell, I just auto win here because I've got a bunch of cards on the field you have to kill. I have two characters that are completely untapped that have the four lore I need to win. So mathematically, you'd have to take three characters off the table. You've only got six ink, one card in hand. You logistically just don't have enough power on your field. So you set this this board setup up where it's either impossible or they have to pull one card out of like the 43 or 36 cards they have left. And it just makes it a really difficult scenario. It's it's a lot of math actually. Locran is very math heavy.
2: The only number I know is 2000.
1: 2,000 plus. It's actually more than two thousand. It's not like I stopped at two thousand. You've <laughs> continuing Con. to play more games every day. He's done till GenCon. Um, but- these these new de- these new cards opened up so much new stuff in the yeah. deck realm. It's That's good great. though. That's what you, yes,
0: mean. you, you need. Yes, it's great. You need to have more opportunities because the game, like you know, what I mean, like the decks that you're playing, like also about. How much of the deck, on average, have you gotten through? Not much. Really? Oh, yeah, not much draw o-
1: outside of purple. Yeah. Uh, if you're playing a purple deck and you draw the nuts, you might see twenty cards, maybe twenty five. If you're playing a non-purple draw deck, not much. Pff, the mulligan is absolutely your most important decision tree of the game. If you miss mulligan, you are probably going to lose. I know a lot of people talk about like, oh, you know, you dump your hand out, you top deck. If you miss Mulligan, you're top decking basically at turn three, and that's not a great feeling. Trying to hope that you get what you want.
0: Yeah, that's awful. That's it's just. You're not even playing the game. You're just like, I hope I draw something helpful.
1: Basically, yeah. So mulligan is critically important to the success of your game. I I guarantee you people who win or lose major events are going to go. They're going to be like, what's your secret? Mulligan. I got the right cards I needed in my mulligan. A good mulligan
0: is always a good thing.
1: I think on average, so at the start of the game, you see seven. If you're on the draw, you have eight before you do anything else. So you've got almost almost 10 cards out of 60. So you've one sixth of your deck. So you'll you'll on average see like a third of your deck. You'll see, you'll probably see 20 cards. But if you're not drawing out of purple, you're probably not seeing too much more than 20, maybe 25, with with purple, you probably see an extra 10 to 12, depending on if you hit multiple friends on the other side or uh, Sorcerer Maleficent, which you should be trying to mulligan for early game. So, even still, it's not super common to see half of your deck frequently, honestly.
0: I mean, that's cool, though, just to like, understand like mechanics. So, when I get to play some more games, when Chris plays the game, it'll be, you know, I'm just going to get the fundamentals of it.
1: Chris, are you only playing a game like IRL with physical cards? Yes, yes. You have I respect, that. that. I respect the crap out of that. Like I really do. It's it would be impossible for me to not play these cards somewhere. It's, it's just so cool. But you yeah. have much more willpower and patience than I do.
2: Yeah, I just, don't, I just don't want to. I mean, I feel like if I play with ninety cards out of two hundred, I might get. Well, first of all, like it's far away still. I mean, still forty-seven days away, I don't want to burn myself out. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, I want to play the game the way it's, you know, the full way. I don't, I don't want to have to relearn the game or like, you know, or think about things differently when I know the whole, the full carpool.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely.
2: So that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from. And and, and just generally, like, I mean, if I'm going to play video games, I'm going to play video games. If I'm going to play card games, I'll play card games. That's how I am as a general rule. Um, obviously you can't always work out, especially with, you know, us that live in different states. We want to play together. We'll have to make yeah. some concessions there. But, you know, generally, I I try to play my physical games in real life, like physically in real life, because that's that's when I play the game It's partly to enjoy that. that I'll be tactile honest, feel.
1: I think a lot of people actually are in the boat that where you are, Chris, I think people like me who are playing with like proxy yeah. cards and on, you know, different applications and things, I I feel like we're probably the smaller slice of the pie for sure. And I think that's really cool, honestly. And we could talk about that in a whole nother episode. But like super TLDR, like anyone who's waiting to play IRL, I super respect that decision. Like I'm just too impatient when I see new cards. I just want to start seeing what they do because I'm a I'm a like I'm a tinkerer. I'm a mechanic. I want to see is this card good? Is this card bad? Where is this card good? Why is this card? Does, why does it exist? There has to be a reason. And I just want to see all the permutations of, oh, this is a terrible idea. Don't do that. Oh, this is a really good combo. Do that mm. Or yeah this is kind of mediocre. This probably doesn't belong in this color. There's just so many, especially with six colors, and each of them have so many different styles inside of their own color. and And once we have all the cards, I'm pretty confident we'll be able to see monocolor decks. We don't have enough yet but that also fascinates me cuz archimedes in dual color decks i think is bad archimedes in monocolor purple needed. i think if is needed. really good actually
0: yeah, it is. and that's and that's what you hope to get for like you you want the variety right you want to be able to like try new things and then, like once the full set is released which like i think that's mostly where... like on honestly between you two like do you like i don't think they're going to release everything like i feel there's going to be cards mm. that not right? anymore i don't
1: Right, like I think they a- I can. I think they took two and a half months where we saw like just the animal buddies, <laughs> and and that was not even a full reveal. No. I think they've made it very clear they're going to be slow rolling the cards, and they're not going to show us everything.
0: I, if I had to pick a percentage, like if I had to be like, I think it'll be like twenty percent of the set will be unknown.
1: I think it'll be thirty. I think it'll actually be more. I feel like they're going to give us like sixty percent, maybe seventy.
0: That'd be interesting because then you just see like it'll just be I think I think that's I'm just looking forward to most of it. Just like at this point, you know, it's been We're. We, I feel like it feels like we're so close. Right. Oh, so like opening product. But yeah, it's know. still it's still pretty. It's still two months. You know what I mean?
1: The way they keep teasing makes me think that they're they're going to hide the really, really cool and impactful cards. They for people to. to crack. Yeah. Like they're definitely showing us cool stuff. But every time people ask, you know, what's your favorite card? They're like, oh, it's redacted. And it's it's a funny joke, but the more I think about it and the closer we get to Gen Con, they keep dropping these little cards that are hints. Like the Beast is absolutely a, a card I think that hints at there's more coming. And I really, really suspect that we're going to find those cards in packs yeah. and share them amongst ourselves
0: what at do Gen we need- Con. So you're playing a tournament Thursday morning. Um, I guess like are we gonna do our very are we gonna do our very first like video of us opening product on that
1: day? We can. It depends on how long of a time you get to build your deck because obviously you'll get your random deck, which yeah. will probably have cards we don't know. You yep. get your one booster pack which will definitely have cards we don't know <laughs> so if they say hey you get 30 minutes to build your deck yeah we'll crack that pack and we'll stream it if they go you get 10 minutes to slot in your card uh maybe like i, I mean sure like we'll crack the pack and go okay here's all the cards here's all the go in the deck put it in shuffle up and then go I- i'm assuming we'll probably get like 30 minutes to you know have a moment to see what the cards are because Normally, even at major tournaments, even the ones that are faster than normal, you generally get like twenty to thirty minutes to at least see what's in the starter and see what's in the booster. So, I feel like it's a very likely opportunity to be some of the first people in the world to actually crack product and see what's inside. And then, obviously, you know, we'll be streaming all week. We'll be taking pictures with other content creators and talking to people about their cards. Like GenCon's kind of awkwardly, hilariously exciting because. Now that I get the feeling we're not gonna know everything, it's gonna be this really social experiment of like, hey, did anyone get a new card? Yeah, I got a new card. And then you run over and see what it is. And then you know everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's cool. Can I take a picture? You know, sure, probably. And then, you know, someone else would be like, Oh, I found this new card. And we're all gonna run over there and be like, oh my gosh, it's really cool. So Gen is gonna be like this combination of buying product, cracking product, discovering new cards. And then, of course, you know, once the three of us get all of our stuff, we're going to be building decks and playing games and we'll try and stream it. I don't know how good the the Wi-Fi is at Gen Con. If it's not good, we'll just record it and show it in post. We'll do pictures and stuff. But there's there's so much opportunity and so many cool things. And it's oh, it's exciting.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I I just like the very first time we get to see Chris touch a card. It'll be hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Watch also, him put, like
1: a really cool legendary, like cold foil, to be awesome. To bless his patience, I he would gets love that. like something. Yeah, like if you get a cold foil, let it go. I'll get a cold album. foil
0: Archimedes. <laughs> mm, delicious cold foil Archimedes. That's
1: that's a co- actually that artwork is pretty darn. I'll take cool whatever, today. man.
0: Yeah. it's a great artwork.
2: It. I would paper, be, anyways, I the, I'll If you have, get have if you get a cold, cold
1: foil Jafar, I will happily throw it in the trash for you. Wow! So you can go get it out of the trash? No, yeah. I'll, no, I'll crumple it up and rip it. I you know, cold foil Jafar. I'll give you the cold foil
2: Kristoff there, buddy. Ooh! Uh,
1: yeah, you could have him. I, I want your cold foil Olaf. So I want that boy. That yeah, he 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 be he he be a fun card. I, I think want a, be I'm not kidding. I'm gonna get those little Thug Life those those glasses printed off his stickers and slap it on that Olaf start questing on people. be like, you know,
0: maybe like, sir, that card is not legally playable. <laughs>
1: that sticker I will is call the judge immediately <laughs> judge you stickers immediately. stickers on his cards it's so then illegal. he can mark them when he knows where they're they are they're marked cards are... even though it's in the sleeve <laughs> yep
0: knowingly like no one would ever mark an Olaf card it'd still would be a marked card this man marked an
1: Olaf card disqualify right. him disqualify
0: <laughs> oh I would laugh so hard I'd love it so much
1: oh I would be very sad if you did that <laughs> now i need to get like bigger versions of the thug life glasses for the archimedes because he's got yes. those like really funny eyebrows going on there you just you know put yes. those glasses on hilarious oh. or iago that'd be pretty funny iago yeah, with the yeah, glasses he's like ah you got a problem
0: <laughs> you gotta do the voice every time you just you're call, really you, you got a cameo gilbert godfrey every time you draw
1: the card didn't he pass away though yeah Ah, uh, rest in peace, Gil. Yeah, every time you, every time anyone plays Iago and activates the ability, you gotta do it in the Iago voice. It's just you, you have to. It's literally a quote from the film. I mean, come on. Okay, as so we close out
2: here, let's do our Iago voices. All right, Skiff, you go first. I'm walking here.
1: No, that no. You got to do. You, know, you got a problem, not New Yorker. There's a. Oh my gosh. You got to say you got a problem in in Iago. Go go for it. Try again. Uh, you got a problem. <laughs> oh my. Lord. All right, everyone who's listening, uh, leave us a comment. Uh, who your favorite Iago? Voice actor clearly,
2: it's skiff, skiff beat me so I'm good. Anyway, it's voice- <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. No. Chris, 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 you gotta
1: do it. I didn't hear you do it yet. You're walking here. There you no, go. No, you, guys, you, guys you got a problem. It's not New York. Over- oh my gosh, it's Agrabah. <laughs> oh, I'm walking here. Oh I'm like, God.
0: what's my best Chris for walking? <laughs>
1: I got a, I got a fever. <laughs> I
2: got a fever for a wall. More cowbell. cow. The
1: no, you got, you got to give it that, that, that guttural sound. Like Yago, you, you got, a problem here. There you, you go. Know, Sugi yeah, wins. Why would you yeah.
0: ever try to compete with yeah, perfection? Good job. Yeah, we can't oh compete God. with that. It's too I'm good. Gonna,
1: I'm friend. gonna splice in the clip from the movie so people can like hear the original. You got a problem.
2: And what then you, you guys really doing, doing it? the New York accent. Hey,
1: I'm walking here. Like, oh no, Joey's <laughs> pop, <laughs> <be>
2: please. <laughs> we lost half our viewership. <laughs> we did. Well, we, did have, we have
1: zero viewers. You're correct. We're listening only. <laughs> oh,
2: that's
0: true. I love it so much.
1: All right. We are getting out of here. It is late. It is time to go to bed. And we are clearly punch drunk happy with all this of goodness. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you have enjoyed the podcast, make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on Twitter, facebook and youtube we are going to be doing all kinds of really cool stuff upcoming with other content creators we're getting ready for gen con we're going to be streaming stuff taking photo. it's just a blast with all the cooler kind of stuff coming up so make sure that you're following us and do us a great big favor leave a review on whatever podcast aggregate you're listening to so other people can see that the Lorcana cast is a fun group of people and a really really cool show and we will see everybody next time so make sure to have a wonderful time keep taking care care of yourselves, drink more water, and remember that Ohana means family, which means nobody gets left behind or forgotten.
2: am totally and